This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier line of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I'm lucky. Bradford City versus Wrexham pre-match chat. It's the apprentice in Kevin McDonald versus uh, Labour. Phil Parkinson, the master. So let's get this started, Mister Stan. So, what's your thoughts going to be on the game? It's going to be a tough one. Um, did they? Win their last game. Uh, I think the yeah, I did think Wrexham won the last game. Didn't they win it sort of like three two or something? I think I think they'll be up for it. Um, Park is obviously going to be up for it, and um, no doubt he'll um, devise a plan or something to uh, you know to kind of get one over us. So um, yeah, I think it's probably going to be the toughest home game so far. Yeah, it's going to be because I know Wrexham like to concede goals and score goals. So it's going to be an eventful game, I think. Yeah, um, I mean, say that when we played them there, it's one all. I mean, both sides have missed chances, I guess, but um, you have to excuse me, uh, listeners, but I'm, I'm kind of eating my teeth. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, would you go with a. Same side as last Saturday, or what would you do? I would stick with the same team what we've got. Uh, just looking at league table now, we're currently 11th on 19 points. We've won, lost, lost, won, won. Wrexham are currently 5th, and they've lost, drawn, drawn, won, won. But again, they've been conceding goals, but scoring goals. So I'm really hoping the game does go ahead tomorrow. It's been absolutely peeing it down in Keefley. Yeah, same here. Um, over my side of Bradford, um, I think it's going to ease off for tomorrow. I think. Um, did you? I, I didn't get a chance to listen to what McDonald said in the presser this week. What's, has he said anything of note for you? Or I've not really heard it. I've heard bits and bobs, but I've not really watched it. Uh, I think he's. Let's see if. Uh, Ludy Corbyn's put something out. Uh, Jamie Rayner, see if he's put anything out on socials. 
I'm guessing he's playing his cards close to his chest with regards to uh, what he wants to do in terms of the management role. So the thing what clubs tweeted out is about the pitch being okay condition as it stands. Mm-hmm. So hopefully the drainage will keep up because I think the the German owner who yeah. was in before not uh, not Roop what's the other guy's called? Okay. Yeah, I think best thing he did about the club I think we're sorting the drainage out. Right. Um. Yeah, I mean, this is the first sort of bit of um, severe weather we've had this season, isn't it? So this is a test of how the pitch. Um, how it sort of plays tomorrow, whether it cuts up, uh, like say what the drainage is like. Um, I would imagine it'll do all on to get the game going. I think it's going to ease off a bit tomorrow. Let me just have a look at the BBC weather app. So, looking what Simon Park has put out eight, eight hours ago, uh, from the quotes from Kevin McDonald, I do enjoy going to the coach's office and having a beer to relax afterwards. The one of the best things about it, and given that they're holding the importance of unwinding and acknowledging the hard work of the staff behind the scenes. So yeah, I mean, he's not saying anything profound, I guess. But um, I mean, it'd be, <clears throat> there's been some interesting um, managerial managerial movements, haven't there? I mean, Rowett was sacked. The other day uh, from Millwall, um, it's generally a good manager. There's just something about him for me that irritates me. Um, and then he's not my manager, so I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't be against him, but like I've, I've said this in the past, I don't know who I want, and um, you know, in terms of like who's in line for it. I think, um, like I said, they need to kind of keep with somebody that is uh, going to tweak the team rather than just basically throw out the baby, etc. Because he's saying uh, Kevin McDonald's also looking forward to a tough game against Wrexham. He said that in his press conference and the game should be a good occasion with over 22,000 fans in the ground. But no matter how many fans they are, our job remains the same to go and win a game of football. Yeah, standard stuff, really. Um, maybe a good atmosphere. I think um, generally they've been good games when we've had big crowds. Um, good from a neutral's point of view. So um, Obviously, we want it from a city point of view, so I'll not so fussed for the neutral side of things, but um, yeah, I, I think it's difficult to sort of say with regards to um, how we were against Wimbledon because Wimbledon are a tricky side, you know, and we, and we did well and, and we rode as luck, but then we missed a couple t- as well. So, um, I think if I remember from playing them Wrexham down there, um. Was that their sort of centre halves aren't the most mobile? So if we got like Bobby, um, if we get the triumvirate of Bobby and um, Jamie Walker and uh, uh, you know any, any number of players up there, then I think you know we could cause them problems in around the sort of um, turning them turning the centre halves. What what's your thoughts on that? So I'm hoping he sticks with the same team. So the, the team was Lewis, Holiday, Platt, Stubbs, Rydall, Gilliard, Smallwood, Poynton, Walker, Wilson and Cook. That's attacking team, in my opinion. And the, oh, the subs. Uh, Taylor, Osadebe, Doyle, Smith, Oko, Tulu and Afka. <laughs> I names correctly. So that's a strong team against Wrexham. Um, isn't Platt suspended? Ah, that's a good point. Um, five, five yellows. 
That's a really good point. Um, I'll have a see if I can find it. Um, with that in mind, who'd you put in? I mean, I would be thinking um, uh, the lad from Norwich. Is he back now from well, national duty? It depends when they played, doesn't it? So you probably won't play him actually due to that. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not so sure about Ash Taylor, but I mean, you could play Kelly in with Stubbs if you're going to stick with the back four um, of the two. I'd rather have Kelly in there than Taylor. Because one thing I'm just asking for the team tomorrow is the yeah. 22,000 fans in. Hopefully the game does go ahead because it's still raining. Uh, 22,000 fans in there. I don't want them to bottle it. Because most times when we've got big games, forget like Arsenal and stuff, when we've had them here and uh, Arsenal, league games, we've bottled it under pressure. So I'm hoping it's different under McDonald, where the team likes free-flowing football, passionate and all that a lot. Again, charisma, dedication, and just get goals. It's like, I know Wrexham are classed as Swiss Air League 2 team, but they've got League 1 players. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure we've bottled it, though, especially last season. I mean, um, I mean, there were a couple of bad home, home performances. Northampton and... Um, Barrow and Stockport but they weren't in front of the massive crowds I mean we um, we beat the last, last season we beat did we beat Grimsby we did didn't we so we won we got crucial points with big crowds in back in the last season so I mean I take your point um, but I think um, it, the likelihood is is that I don't think we will bottle it. I think it'll be a ding-dong match. Uh, making prediction, even though I don't like making prediction, um, it'll probably be won by the odd goal. Yeah. Ever. Um, so, yeah, I mean, what's your thoughts on, so like a Gary Rowett coming into the club if he were to take over? Uh, he managed Millwall, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, so I've got a bit of a grudge against that. When he were in charge, when the scored to make it one nil in the, I think it was like the eighty-six minute at Wembley to break my heart, and still been in therapy since then. Uh, I thought it was Neil Harris who were in charge. Sorry, Neil Harris. Yeah, I'm thinking of uh, what's his name. Uh, what's his name? I'm thinking of yeah. Wrong player. He's mid Middlesbrough, uh, not Middlesbrough, Birmingham. Uh, yeah, Gary Gary Rowett was. Um, so he was um, Burton Albion, um, Birmingham. Has obviously been at Millwall. I can't remember where else he's been. Um, I mean, he's been good enough to do okay in the in in the championship. But he's got sides out of uh, League Two, I suppose. So, um, so what's his name? Sorry, Gary Rowett. Rowett. Here we go, manager. So Gary Rowett. He has managed Burton Albion, Burnham City, Derby County, Stoke, and Millwall. So. Did he get Burton to the Championship or was that before him? I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, he did well there. Um, he did all right at Birmingham. His first, so Burton in his first season, he led Burton to fourth place in League Two, losing in the playoff semi-final against Bradford City. Followed up with a sixth-place finish in 2013-14 with a 1-0 defeat to Fleetwood in the playoff final. Could have sworn he got them up. So I was looking at it now, Burnham. Uh, what happened in Burnham? 
So he got sacked at Burnham Fight in December 2016 upon changes of ownership. So basically, it looks like he's been sacked wherever he's gone. Yeah, I mean, a change of ownership, though, that's always a, a, caught a case of them coming in and bringing somebody else in or that they want. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, to be honest, I honestly don't know who's out there and who's any good. So or, it's not who's any good. Who would be good for us, I suppose. I mean, I'm not against Big Kev getting it, but Kev's too good a player at the moment to not play himself. Yeah. It's like looking at Gary Rowett's percentage and stuff. At Burton Albion, he had a 44.4% win ratio. Burnham, 39.6. Derby, 43.3. Stoke, 31.0. Millwall, 38.8. So he's had comparable comparable to um, anything decent we've had over the last few years. So if we if he does come in, it could do well. Uh, so do you think with the Wrexham game, do you think that'll be Kevin McDonald's final game or do you reckon he'll crack on for another week until the Tuesday? I think they'll still take the time. I think um, there'll be a lot of discussions between Sparks, um, Ruppin and McDonald. Um, you know, a lot of kind of um, assessing the situation and seeing, you know, sort of, um, <coughs> you know, seeing how it how it all sort of pans out. I think. Um, because that will depend a lot on, on McDonald himself, because if he's kind of, I mean, the team's doing well now, and if he's uh, leading that team from the dugout, he may want the job, and he might sort of kind of have more of a, I think I'd heard somewhere that's kind of what he was sort of saying, that, excuse me, um, that he almost... I'm starting to like the coaching side to the point where he, if the right job came up, you know, could see himself as a coach. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know the answer to, you know, whether because for me, he's too good a player to not have in the side. Um, but then if he, if he basically gets it promoted, I don't care, you know, sort of um, if that's how it goes. Uh, I, from personality-wise... He's a great guy, so he's a great guy to have as manager and to be around the club. Um, what's your thoughts, uh, Labib? We're just talking about um, Gary Rowett being sacked this week, and uh, obviously with um, Big Kev. What's what's your thoughts on on that? Would you accept, like, dislike uh, the likes of Gary Rowett coming in? Oh, here we go. Here we go. It should be connecting now. There we go. <laughs> hi, hi, chaps. You're right. Yeah, yourself, mate. How are you? All right. Yeah, I'm all right. Um, I, I tweeted this with um, with another lad on Twitter the other day, and I'm. I, I think I said the same last week. I think me and Stan were saying the same thing. Um, when when a new manager gets mentioned or gets linked with us or a new player gets kind of linked with us, I've, most of the time I've no idea who they are. Obviously, I've heard of Gary Rowett, but of all the other names that have been mentioned, there isn't any that fill me with a massive sense of excitement, if I'm honest. Um, even the lad who's just gone to MK Dons, uh, this Williamson chap um, from Gateshead, it, you know, obviously he's doing well there, but no, no other names that, um, as I said, that have been linked with us so far um, really stand out, I would have to say. Not to me, anyway. Um, so I think I mentioned this last week, and I think what we're saying is like exactly the right thing. Take your time with the decision. Lots of people said it's an important one to get right this time. Um, so the pressure's on to make sure it's the right appointment. Um, and I think the club have shown that they are happy to take the time. 
this will now be the fourth game um, for McDonald. So there seems to be no rush. Um, the latest one, I think, that was linked last week was um, Graham Alexander. Um, but, you know, these are all guys who have managed in these lower divisions, which was always a criticism of Mark Hughes, who doesn't know League Two. These guys know it a little bit better. Um, but, you know, we'll we'll get who we get, regardless of what us lot are saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? The, the, the club will, will make the appointment they think is the right one and it'll either work or it won't. Let's just see what happens. I think, I think that's uh, correct, uh, Labib. I think also as well, I think because... On well, my side, 100, I'd no, I'd buy it. If it was my size. Oh, so Mate. So, so what now? What now? Mate, what now? Yeah, now. Oh, there we go. Done. Uh, see if we yeah, can... I, I think I, I was uh, just sort of saying, uh, Labib, that um, I think it is a it is a crucial one because obviously they've gone through the uh, whole gamut of um, managers from your you know your bow years to. Supposed Adams, you know, and 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 Stewart for a third time, and then you know Hughes with his kind of high league pedigree, and I feel that it's almost like it, it's a bit. <laughs> this is kind of a random sort of um, uh, analogy, but it's a bit like Eurovision Song Contest. There's no formula for what sort of song wins. It's always something random. So similarly. Um, the, especially of late, the, the seemingly is no formula f- in terms of the the style, the fit of the manager that's going to get us up because we've tried, you know, various people. So it is a massive, massive decision, and, and like we've said, I think it's very crucial that they do take the time, and and that it almost becomes um, self evident who is who is the right person forward, and you just hope that. Um, Sparks is maybe taking advice from from somebody who you know has a bit of uh, a football background, etc. So um, yeah, I think I think it is absolutely um, crucial that they take the time and um, yeah, and just sort of uh, just basically don't rush into it. And, and if and if it transpires that it's big Kev, then then great. But yeah, what, what's your thoughts on um, Big Kev Labby? Would you would you be happy with that uh, appointment if it, it became an appointment? Sorry, I'm just uh, I've just popped a hot oven chip into me. Garden. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've just been to Chippy for supper because I got back late. So. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I'm gonna have to go in a minute. Sorry, chance, but um, worry about it. Nice to have you been on, yeah. Um, uh, you, you know, um, I've, I've, I've made this point before. Uh, I've got no issue if McDonald gets the gig. Really got no problem with it at all. Um, obviously, um, it's well documented that we that he, he wants to carry on playing. Um, so he's still relatively young for a manager, but, you know, towards the end of his playing career. Um, I can't imagine. He's not played himself yet, has he? Has he, has he played himself? He yeah. played in against Grimsby uh, in the Papa John's. Yeah, in the in that in that yeah in the trophy thing. But when it comes to league matches, when it's you know when it's the bread and butter stuff, he's, he's not played himself. So he's obviously putting the team first rather than his own kind of playing career first, which is you know to be respected. Um, so I'd, I'd have no problem at all. Um, I did make the point last week, we'll have to see how he reacts once we suffer a defeat. Because at the moment, it's been a proper honeymoon period, hasn't it? You know, three games, three wins. So it's been, and again, he deserves a lot of credit for just changing our playing style and uh, and getting everybody firing properly, doing things I think we all knew we were capable of doing. So he deserves an awful lot of credit for that. It'll just be interesting to see how we react when it doesn't, go our way and uh, how he can kind of adjust and react and pick the players up so he's you know that'll be the true test of his kind of managerial um, ability but 
personally speaking, I'd, I'd have no issue. I don't think there's any worse than anybody else was out there. What's your thoughts on it, Gally? If she can hear us. Gally? Gally? Can you hear us, Gally? What's your thoughts on uh, what Labib's just uh, said about, um, about Kevin McDonald? Um, do you have any uh, thoughts or opinions on that? Or with Gary Rowett um, being sacked this week, do you have uh, an opinion on, on the potential appointment of Gary Rowett if it came about? I don't think the godmothers... I think I've phoned messing up. Because has anyone else struggled to join today? Or has everybody joined all right today? I couldn't hear you at first. I don't know if you were just still setting up, but... Uh... Yes, it's been third time. Lucky I've been having a bit of technical issues today. Right. Is there anyone else that has a, an idea of who they want in or what's the thoughts on uh, the next appointment? Um... Anybody out there? Strafan, is any uh, have you got any latest betting odds on any players? Oh, the managers joining. I've not seen anything, but I've not been on the socials this week, so um, kind of uh, feel a bit sort of behind the times this week. But um, yeah, uh, is anyone going down to MK Dons on Tuesday night? I would love to go, but I can't get it off work. No, yeah, I've just bought a ticket today, so... I'll be watching on iFollow. Yeah, because um, I don't know how they started. Have they, have they had a game since a new appointment or not? Uh, MK Dons, I don't think they have. Uh, Is that the guy they got from Gateshead? Yes, that, apparently we were linked with him. Yeah, the only thing with that is um, it would seemingly go against the grain of what the City fans were wanting because apparently he's very possession-based. Um, and, and given that, you know, obviously, as was Hughes for most part, especially last season, um, I'm not sure that would have been an appointment that would have... It would have been like business as usual, I guess. I don't know. Um prior to McDonald's. Um, but yeah, so that'll be interesting because um, it might be that... The thing about possession football or kind of building from the back, it works well when you've got players that pass the ball quickly. And the trouble is, is that, especially at this level, they take one or two touches more than they need to and then that moment is gone. And therefore, that kind of building from the back ethos slows down and looks ponderous. Whereas, I mean, we are talking like obviously top level, but when teams do it quickly, it the whole point of it is is that you're moving, moving the ball about the pitch, and you're moving the opposition, and then you kind of find that opening. But you've got to do that with quick pass and, and movement off the ball. So. Um, that can always, you know, sort of um, work at the top level, but maybe at our level, we don't have the uh, the players that can pass it around quick enough. Uh, are you? Uh, I see you're speaking now, Kelly. Are you uh, can you hear us? Can you? I can. I could hear you before, but I don't think you could hear me. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can yeah. hear you now. So oh, just, I've thought, I've thought it. That's just, I've I've got. Question about um, the next city manager then, and and you know taking the time and who who would you sort of um, want and, and what's your thoughts of maybe potentially Gary Rowett or, or Kev McDonald taking the seat? Um, I think we should leave it as is. If it's working, leave it as, why break something if it's not broken kind of thing? Do you know what I mean? I do, yeah, because it's more a case of this squad really only needs tweaking because um, I don't think it needs an overhaul. No. No, I don't. And I think I think the players are playing for him, if I'm honest. I think they're doing what he's asking them to do and they're winning games. So for me, don't, I wouldn't change that if that's happening. Especially how our form has been previous to McDonald being in charge. So on that, um, would, you, would you say that um, we're talking about Paddy 
and Smallwood, obviously the, the the thing that Paddy mentioned after the um, uh, Wimbledon game was what was the difference, and he said clarity, but that's fine, but that shouldn't stop him running, and pretty much this season, I don't think he was putting a shift in. And, no, and there's quite there's been quite a few players like that. We we talked about this, didn't we, last yes, week? We did, uh, and I sort of said um, that. I don't think that was the case, but kind of looking at... And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus... Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. What's <laughs> been said, I think they probably weren't putting a shift in for whatever reason, whether they had a disagreement with Hughes or whatever, but it's in every player's gift to basically run as hard and f- as fast as he can. And Yeah, and it goes back to that thing of pr- playing with passion, wearing that shirt. They've got to want that. They've got to want to be part of the club and and I'm going back obviously to the old you know the olden days when I used to watch them as a kid and you know and the old we go back to the old players and and such like we did last week and we we mentioned Bobby Poynton didn't mm. we how he, he's when he plays he he does play with the pride and passion because he's he's watched the club as a child and and being a fan I think there were some pictures on social media with him this week that I saw um so yeah, and I do think there's been a full change in all in all the players. To be fair, yeah. I mean, small Smallwood, small. Look how bad. I mean, Smallwood were getting booed off the pitch at one point. I genuinely thought his legs had gone, uh, but yeah. but I suppose my beef with that is is that well, if you've got a beef with the manager, that's between you and the manager. That's not a beef with you and the team and you and the fans. Yeah. And shouldn't affect the it team. shouldn't affect it shouldn't his affect performance, or at least not so much no. as every player will have a bad game. And and the classic Neil Warnock comment, which is ring so true, everyone is allowed a bad game on the ball, but nobody is allowed a bad game off the ball, and that just basically means working hard. Yeah, but that's what they're paid for. Are football players these days? I mean, obviously we're only in League Two. It's not the same as what the Premiership players' wages are as such. But I feel sometimes the play are not so much now because I think the team's turned a corner. Um or the well, they're improving, put it that way. Um but some it felt like in the past that they're just playing because they're not bothered because they're still gonna get the wage at end at game, whether they win or lose a draw. Yeah, yeah. I I I would say that I mean, it happens, it happens in every walk of life and every kind of job that, even if it's the best job in the world, and obviously playing football is, is up there as one of the best jobs in the world. Um, in terms of that, players do get stale, they do have issues, you know, the the, the missus is feeling uh, lonely because the player, you know, she doesn't know any of the other sort of uh, wags and... and <laughs> you know, but I actually spoke to a few few years ago. I actually um, spoke to um, Nikki Law's uh, girlfriend, and she felt isolated because obviously he's, yeah. he's at work all yeah. day. She didn't know any of the others because I think they were living in Sheffield, so it's not like she had like a network of of all the other wags that basically um, you know they could sort of have some kind of a network there. So she found it difficult, and so therefore you can imagine a player 
has that on his mind when he's when he's at work because we all have issues in life that kind of so in that respect but so you you can kind of see it maybe from that point of view but i suppose the one thing you can't forgive is not putting in an effort when you're running no not when you if you when you put that shirt on nothing else should matter that that's just my opinion i don't think I mean, I know we're not, we're not, I mean, we we do manual jobs compared to the money they get. I mean, not so much League Two teams, but they get more than we would normally get on a normal sort of working class paid job. But yeah, once, as soon as they put that shirt on, that should change and they should want to go for glory because that's what's been, sometimes being a sportsman, sportswoman should be. That's that's how it should be. Start with tomorrow's game, Callie. Twenty two thousand people in that ground tomorrow. If the game goes ahead, obviously yeah. it's absolutely silent down all over the country. I just thought yeah. they got bottle it. Exactly, and that's why I get so passionate and and angry sometimes because I obviously drive up from Nottingham, and I'm I mean I'm I'm not loaded with money or anything, but the my luxury for me sometimes some months is putting 40 quid petrol in my car, driving up to a game, spending all day in Bradford, seeing my city family. And for me, that's that's a joy for me to do. But then if that team come out on the pitch and act like they don't give a shit, basically, that's where I think, just a minute, I've just paid my hard-earned cash to come here and watch you run about on that pitch. Do you know what I mean? And that's where I get a bit twisted about things sometimes as as other as other fans would do there's a lot of fans across the country that travel like i do yeah because with Callie, she travels from uh, nottingham and it's like if you lose it's like going home it's horrible in it cal it's like obviously you oh my God, you come yeah. with laney and it's horrible you come back you yeah. don't dare speak to each other uh yeah <laughs> you, you're waiting for someone to say something but like on the other hand you win you're buzzing I normally come on, get a Chinese, and that is it. It's that buzz, isn't it? It's that. It's that actual buzz of, even if even if we don't win, even if it's a draw or a lose, if the players have put that shift in, it, it don't matter so much. It's when they don't put that shift in. That's where I have issues, and it's quite funny that me. Obviously, my my daughter's only fourteen, but she's proper getting into it now, and she's. She's like, oh, for God's sake, what are they doing? And and she's kind of doing what I do. And if we win, we always make a point we have to go in the service station on the way home just to take the piss out of the other fans because, that's part, again, that's part of the day. If we lose, we just drive straight home. We don't bother going in. But it's part of the banter, isn't it, and part of the, the day out for us as such. I, th- I think the, um, the, the, that is best summed up for me, at least this season, was uh, the contrasts in um, coming back from Crawley and coming back from Newport, you know, totally different games. Yeah. And, um, you know, obviously the outcome is, it's never the outcome, obviously, you want them to win, but you just want, especially when you're travelling miles, is that they, you hope that they play well enough to at least have it be uh, in with yeah. a chance of getting something out of the game. Things happen in a game, mistakes are made, or the referee, or, or, the, other, or the other team are just so good, but... You just want you just want the team to be to play well enough, just to do their best. That's yeah. that's all I ask that they do their their, their best yeah. in the shirt. We're not we're not all. Sometimes we do have bad days at the office, don't we? Yeah. Like you say, sometimes sometimes we don't get that bit of luck that we sometimes need, or or we get a shit ref, or <laughs> there's yeah, all sorts that, that can go wrong. <laughs> I mean, I think Crawley yeah. had all three of them. All, all of yeah, the, oh my God, that first game at see that was just, yeah. It, I mean, coming home, on, even I were on sports coach coming home from that one, and it was just, it's depressing. It's absolutely, it is, it's just really depressing. And you sit, you just sat there, and everybody's in the same sort of mood, and it's, no, it's just not good. No, I mean, I've, I've, that's, that's kind of, um, you know, that, that game had everything, but. Obviously, after two or three weeks, a lot of the um, long ends to the half or both halves has kind of like settled down a bit. Whether the refs, whether yeah. the refs are not um, picking up on everything, or whether the, it's the players that ref, that ref, that ref was They're the worst it, yeah. ref I've seen in a long. I mean, we do get some bad ones, but 
even um oh what's his name that we always we Drysdale. always hate what we get him. yeah it were even worse than do you know him. what though Drysdale's <laughs> been the best ref this season do you know what he has it was was it crew at home but he had a really good game that and there were like yeah. one or two minor decisions that, that decisions that you disagree on a minor <laughs> level with yeah um which whichever way he's called it, but he actually refereed the game well, and that's the first time I've seen him actually referee <laughs> yeah. a Bradford City game. Because uh, we all go on social media, don't yeah. we, beforehand, and and it's like, oh God, look who we've got. And but then it will, like, everybody will, like, wow, what's happened? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so on the referee is a guy called Ross Joyce from Middlesbrough. He sent off five players in his last four games. He was in charge oh. of last season's playoff semi-final first leg. Right. Okay. Um, I don't think there was anything too controversial in that first leg that I can think of. Well, I saying that, saying that, I think didn't um, the Carlisle manager basically have to backtrack because he was sort of implying that the referee were giving Bradford everything and and. Yeah, I, I read that. I've seen that somewhere on social. Yeah, and uh, that genuinely wasn't the case. But and they, they saw it a complete. They saw it as a different game to what Bradford fans saw it. Didn't yeah, they? I mean that, that's an interesting thing uh, to anyone else out there as well. Is is your perception of your own team when you're watching them? Because mm. um, when we played Bury pre-season. The, uh, the it was off it was off of their um, it was televised off of their YouTube channel so it was streamed live and one of the 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 co-commentator the summariser actually said that Bradford were unlucky because he felt that that we were the better team over two legs now that would be interesting to watch the second uh, match again. Um, because as bad as we were, we did have moments where we we could have won it as well. And the first and the first half I thought was a very very good half, and and you'd expect a side that's been up there like Carlisle for most of the season to you know have the ability to come back at you in the second half. What's what's your thoughts on that? You know, in terms of how other people see. Basically, how a neutral sees sees games, you know. Slightly, I think Bradford fans are very, very fickle, aren't they? Very, <laughs> from what I've learned over years, and I, I think a Bradford fan can see it different to another Bradford fan. To be fair, I'll think, oh, he's done well there, and somebody else will say, well, no, he's had a shit game, and I'll be like, oh, really? <laughs> so. <laughs> Like you say, you probably have to watch it again and see and look at it from a different perspective. I, I would, I would want to watch it. I would watch it in hindsight, but it goes down one of those games I don't want to watch again. <laughs> <laughs> As well, so, um, so yes. Yeah, so, so, what's your thoughts on tomorrow's game then, Kelly? Um, do you know what I've been thinking about it today, and I think, I think Cookie's due a couple of goals. So I, I think they're going to be a hard team to beat, but I think we're going to be at home and they're going to have nearly short of 23,000 cheering them on. And if the t if the crowd do really get behind them, I think we'll have a good game. And I, we're due, I'm sure we must be due a big win. And I'm just, it just feel, I don't know, it just feels, it feels like tomorrow is we're going to do it. I just think, I think we're going to have a big win at some point. I, I'm not sure about tomorrow, but every, every, <laughs> just because I think I think it'll be by the odd goal, I think it'd be too close to call. But I remember last season saying this myself and a few other people saying that the way that because people could see that actually this has been the best city side we've had for a few seasons, obviously since before we got relegated from League One, and mm. people were saying, you know, we one of these games, one of these days, this, you know, last season, we're going to give somebody a hiding and it never materialised. However, I think if the team continue playing in that style as they are now, I think there is a potential to, to give somebody a hiding. I don't think it'll be tomorrow just because I think Wrexham are too good 
but you know, sort of some mid-table team that you know is potentially. Yeah. But don't you think Wrexham are going to be coming tomorrow, thinking, "Oh, we're going to whoop these"? Do you know what I mean? And I think sometimes being overconfident like that, with because they're doing well at the minute, it's time they were knocked off a little bit, knocked off the top spot, or knocked off the peg a little it's bit. Like with the football, like so we say, if we had Mark Hughes, people know how Mark Hughes plays. With Kevin McDonald, nobody knows how he plays. So I think tomorrow there's going to be goals, goals and goals. Uh, Wrexham like to concede mm. goals, but they like to score goals. So I'm going to go 5-4 Bradford. <laughs> oh, I wish I could say... Do you know what, Donna? I hope you're right. I really do hope you're right. I wish I could say he's scoring five. But I, will, I, will settle, <laughs> I will settle for 1-0. Um, but, but, yeah, I, I think... I think it's going to be a tough. I think it's going to be a tough game. I think they will probably come with a view to a certain shithousiness to a certain degree, but then they they have the players capable of not needing to as well. So I, th- I think I think we have to be at our best, and and we need to make sure Matt Donald's done his homework. As well, I imagine and, just to, and I think he, uh, to be fair, he's got it right, hasn't he? The last few, I think, maybe not the first half <laughs> of the last game we played, but second half he did. Yeah, second half was an improvement last week, wasn't it? Yeah. And we've got. Um, I always get these two mixed up. I always get Parky and Jewel mixed up. I don't know why, but uh, we've got a pro- point to prove to him as well, aren't we? Tomorrow. Um. A little bit, not a point as such, but we don't want him to come and get yeah, one over yeah, us. That, more, more a case of that, yeah. it's like, yeah. um, because against when he came over with Bolton, um, I mean, that first half, you know, I said to the week, I described that first half against Bolton under McCall as absolutely scintillating football. And, um, <laughs> and it's, and it's a word that I've not used. In a long time, yourself, and yeah. uh, and, it, and it's all oh, the joke is up. We haven't, we aren't, we aren't had much to cheer about at all, have we lately? We haven't. Well, me, I mean, this season's been turbulent, uh, to say the least. But it's, it's, but if you think of the foundations, I mean, whatever you say about you know rope, etc. You know, if people think that the players are good enough, but they weren't managed. Then that would suggest that there is the, and there has been investment in the team from Rupp or, or by you know sort of like through the club. So I, I don't think it's lack of investment. I think you know sort of like I was saying, a massive hangover from from the Carlisle game, and and what's yeah. happened has happened now. So and then Hughes lost his lost. I think he's lost the he's lost the dressing room. I think as well. Because the players have played, I'm not saying a lot better, but they've played better since McDonald's took over. And there's a lot of this say about the players have been able to play how they want to play and not being told to play a certain way. Now, there's been a lot of that banged about at the minute. Yeah, yeah. But but I suppose, you know, the, the one who's always going to go first, obviously the manager's going to go first over the players, unless your name's Fergie. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, that's the reality of it, and and I, I mean, what I don't understand is, I mean, unless things have been said over the summer, or the players have talked to themselves yeah. amongst themselves with regards to whether they feel that something wasn't working, because okay, we went to a bat three, but we kind of started playing similarly to how we played last season. Yeah, which weren't very effective. Not towards. Mm. Well, it, it was effective enough, wasn't it? It was. It was to get us to playoffs. It just won't. We weren't scoring goals, though, were we? No. We weren't finishing. Do, do, do you know the one thing I think changed last year, where we were dropping points at home, but as soon as Jamie Walker came back into the side after his long, Ill, uh, long uh, injury, yeah, we started. We started to. Pick up wins. Okay, we did drop points as well, you know, in some games, but but yeah. he seemed to be the difference. And 
and the thing is about a player is, is it, you don't have to be, or it doesn't have to be so obvious, like, you know, running at players or this, that, and the other. Sometimes the way that they kind of move the ball forward kind of takes the team forward and, and, and gives you the options. And I think, I mean, Jamie Walker is probably my favourite player and, and, and obviously Bobby's up there and so is uh, Big Kev. You know, those yeah. are the players that can get the ball into those areas and, you know, again, like when against and I, I I do remember as well bef- before Jamie Walker signed permanently for us he who give me I got inside information I can't remember who it was I'm not going to name drop anyway even if I could remember <laughs> but he um and his wife you talk about wags and such and his wife really liked the kind of Harrogate area and she were like you know what I mean we, we want to stay here and Jamie really wants to play for the club and that, for me, is a player that wants to play for the club and that's why he does well and that's why he's a favourite with the fans. It, it all clicks into place, doesn't it, all the elements? Yeah, yeah. You, you, can, you can't accuse him of of not giving a shit and not trying. He'll, he'll have no. not as effective games, you know, sort of like as he, you know, some sort of like everybody has a dip. But, I mean, I would say... Up to now, Jamie Walker's player of the season for me, and it's only by virtue of like Halliday not starting the first few games where he's just a bit behind. But yeah. he's been he's been great this season, and he's consistent, yeah. isn't he? Every game he's consistent. Min- he's is a minimum of seven every week, isn't he? Yes, yeah, absolutely. And Bobby Pointon's doing the same. I think he's coming across the same. He's he's got his place in the team. Um, and I hope I hope he has a good I hope he has a good game tomorrow. But I'd like to see Cookie. See, Cookie's not. Is Cookie's dropped off a little bit again, aren't he? Yeah, do you know? I, I think I think a lot of it is is that with this change, the way that we've changed play a little bit is Cookie's been a bit unlucky or maybe a bit frustrated with the fact that maybe other players have kind of um, taken a little bit off of Cook in terms of the pressure and, and, and themselves kind of being a little more advanced. Perhaps, I mean, we're only talking two or three games, but perhaps he's had fewer opportunities. I mean, like last Saturday, he didn't really get a, a sniff, did he, in terms of, no. you know, but we, we did enough, um, you know, and, and Paddy did, you know, scored a good goal. Um but saying that, and Paddy's not been near, has he? Paddy's not looked like scoring. Saying that, for a while, Cook's header to Paddy uh, last Saturday. So I'll take that back. But in terms of any kind of chance for himself, um, and that's not to say that yeah. Cook's played badly. It's just I think the way that the team is just shaped up a little bit has meant other players have maybe have come to the fore a little bit. Um, mm. But. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, so, what's what's your thoughts? What would you go on the same team, or would you? Is is Paddy's did Paddy's red card get um, no. took took no. off him? So is he he what will he be playing? Well, I think then? it's only applicable in the um, in it's that cup. in that particular cup, as right. I understood it on the night or the day after when it was um, you know Jamie Rayner sort of said that so. So, so I would think that Cookie may be dropped tomorrow then and Paddy on because he's, for, he's in form at the minute, isn't he? So yeah. why would you not start well, him tomorrow? I, maybe you'd start him, but I wouldn't, I don't know, I mean, I wouldn't um, not pick Cook though because he'll get you goals from, from nothing as well. So. Yeah. Um, five minutes, so guys. That, I think that'll be a hard, hard decision, that, for the manager tomorrow. I think he'd probably stick with the same side. I mean, well... Other than maybe Platt being suspended on five yellows, so um, <laughs> so I think it, the the question is, does he put Stubbs in with Kelly over Ash Taylor or the uh, other lad um, who's been on international duty, the, the lad from Norwich, Tomkinson? Is it Tomkinson? Yeah, I think so. Can't remember. It's too late at night, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Johnny, have you got a team sheet in front of you? Team sheet? Uh, 
<laughs> I've got. I can tell you the team who played last week. So we're missing Platt. So, so yeah, because you're saying uh, Platt's suspended, aren't you? And that's is my understanding of it. I I could be wrong, but I believe. Well, if not for tomorrow, then for Tuesday's game. Here we go. So the team who started against AFC Wimbledon Hills. Uh, Lewis, Halliday, Platt, Stubbs, Rydor, Gilead, Smallwood, Poynton, Walker, Wilson and Cook. I don't think he's going to start. I don't think Cook will start tomorrow. I think Paddy will. Paddy, uh, Osidebe, he's a left winger, Cali, or a right, right winger. Yeah, right winger, because he came on for Wilson. Last game, 58 minutes. Right. So it won't surprise me if Cook starts. It, it, it won't surprise me if he sticks with that same team and then brings on Paddy later on. What's happening with Alex Pattison? What's happening with him at the minute? Is he still injured? I think he's got... Uh, Was it a thigh? Yeah, I think he's got the uh, elastic band thighs. Keep oh, pinging right. all the time. He keeps getting injured, doesn't he? Because he was showing, he was showing promise when he first came, didn't he? But then obviously he's got injured. Right. Yeah, he's he's had a stop-start sort of um, mm. campaign. I mean, he's been, and we get that a lot with our teams, our team, don't we? We get people in, and then we just get plagued with injuries. Yeah, I think. I mean, I don't know what his injury uh, records like prior to coming over here. Um. So I couldn't tell you, but I think there were, in my view, there were a few injuries amongst not just our team, but other clubs because of the length of the games that were with all the time being added on and the fact that it's either that or they didn't have the full match fitness, which can then lead to uh, injuries because you're, yeah. you're basically you, yeah. your body's not acclimatized to playing at that intensity. So, um, I mean, it's not every player, but you know that could, it's so it's one of those two really for me. But, it's a factor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, what do you what what are you predicting for tomorrow then, Stan? I don't like. I'm I'm I refuse to predict. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I hate predicting city games, um, and it's it's the only kind of su- su- almost superstition I, I, I allow myself. But I do, yeah. I don't like doing it because I get it wrong about ninety nine percent of the time. So um, if I predict we lose, then if I get it wrong, great. <laughs> it, it's like betting, isn't it? I never yeah. ever bet on on Bradford I, ever, and if they come up on the Super Six thing, I'm like, oh my god, no! And I have to just put a draw. Yeah. Because I don't want to jinx it. I've done it. I've bet on it twice <laughs> in my life, and I don't like betting on City, so I'll never. No. Well, I wish I'd have bet uh, City to win four two at half time at Chelsea. <laughs> oh yeah, that would have been yeah. You've had a few grand out of that one. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so, what about yourself and uh, Kelly? What do you think? I think I think it's going to be because uh, I think we're going to do a big win. I'm going to stick with me. My gut feeling, and I think it's going to be about a th- either three one or three two. Probably say three two because we never do it easy. Never do it the easy way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'll I'll take that all day, obviously. Um, so, so yeah. Um, I think it's going to be an intriguing game. I think tomorrow. I think it's going to be very, very tough. I think um, it's going to be a fast-paced game tomorrow as well. I think it's going to be end-to-end. Yeah, I agree. If the weather, if the pitch isn't um, slippy, because that might have a factor as well. But obviously, if they've kept the covers on, etc., it should be You might right. need to bring your armbands tomorrow, Kelly. <laughs> I need them to get out of Ucknell, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, my, that's my priority, getting out of bloody Nottingham tomorrow. It's that bad down here. Yeah, it's been horrible everywhere, isn't it? Yeah, I'll say, I need a boat, because <laughs> I know that I'll wind Johnny up. <laughs> uh, you and your posh words. Callie's like, occasionally <laughs> she brings out like boat and go, you see. She comes out with posh words. But then my Yorkshire accent will come in and it's boat. 
I need yeah. a boat to get up to yeah. game. <laughs> it, it, it's yes, correct. It's boat, not boat. <laughs> right, guys. It's right. It's that, Thanks. It's yeah, that time again to mute Perrier. <laughs> Thank you, Stan and Kelly, and everyone else who has listened. Wherever you are in the world, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Thanks for listening. Thank you. TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier line of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.